Good morning. Uh, usually, I take this time on Thursdays to appreciate something, look at the finer things, and kind of, you know, point out why they're they're worth enjoying. Um, I've been doing that for the past few weeks. It's been a really enjoyable experience for me. Um, but I wanted to kind of change gears a little bit and go a little bit more Bible-focused uh, for the next few weeks. We're going to be discussing uh, the book of Joshua. Uh, it's an interesting book. It's one that I have uh, always tried to understand and tried to wrap my head around. I think some of the ideas in it are really cool, but I think the the main kind of conceit of the book, that God is essentially calling his people to war, is a difficult one for me to get my head around. War is bad. A meager understatement, if you ask me. It is destructive to both its victims and its practitioners. It has been an expression of man's evil intent and desires since Cain struck down Abel and has plagued humanity throughout history. Within war, we find the most extremes of human emotion and perhaps the depths of his cruelty. So why would the God of love call his people into war? This is a question I hope one day to know, but I believe asking it begins with the supposition that God is right. I think that we must realize that the Bible is the word of God, the expression of truth, but also God's words to us. The word of God is him reaching out to us. It bears his gospel of salvation, redemption, and restoration. It bears his words of love, his wrath, his patience, his law, and his son. We did not ask for it. Even in its earliest writings, it was commissioned and commanded by God, not in response to our desires, but because of his own desire to be with us, his flock. Look no further for clarification than John chapter 1, verses 1-14. through 14. We see that the word of God was with God and was God, that all creation was made for him, the word, and through him. Then the word became flesh to descend to earth, reaching out to us. That flesh was Jesus Christ. If we believe that, then we must also believe that the word of God, which is the Bible, reaches out to us now through the Holy Spirit, the advocate of Jesus. And if the word is reaching out to us, then it by no means is surprised by the ethical question of war. If anything, we should suppose that God is asking us this question, not the other way around. Like a good teacher, he presents us with ideas that will grow and develop us, giving us ample opportunity to find the truth with his guidance. I believe that is what we can find in the book of Joshua. And though the conquest of land will be presented throughout these chapters, we as Christians are on a different conquest, not for territory, but for higher stakes, the souls of those who are lost and hurting, not without a sword, but with a greater weapon, the word of God and the love of Jesus. Let us make no mistake, we are at war. Let's start this journey in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river to the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. 
Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be courageous. Be strong. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. These verses are always astounding to me. Not only are they excellent representation of God's presence, but a clarity of his great plan. Seeing God pass the mantle of leadership from Moses to Joshua reminds me that as people of God, we are not long for this earth, and as such, we must prepare the next generation of believers and servants, just as Moses did with Joshua. We must fully realize that God is with them, too. We cannot allow pride to cloud our judgment, nor can we allow it to inhibit our progress. We must be active in growing the kingdom of God, as well as outfitting its soldiers, preparing each of them for the war ahead. And God is faithful within that process. God does not forsake Joshua within that transition, but rather comes alongside him and reminds Joshua that God is with him. It is a personal encouragement from God Almighty. And within that encouragement is a call to bravery, to step boldly into the realm of the unknown and the terrors of war with strength and boldness. We're a long way away from knowing why God exactly would call the Israelites into something as terrible as war, but we know at least that God isn't calling them on their own. He isn't calling Joshua to step into this without the right instructions or the right encouragement. So I don't think we can answer just yet why God is doing this why God chose to allow this to happen. But we know that God is with Joshua in the midst of it. Hopefully next week we'll get a little bit closer to why God is calling the Israelites into war. But for now, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for spending this time with me.